flex. Bought you a chain, but couldn't buy respect. I'm not impressed. We can't evolve unless we follow steps. It's not a test. Tired of fronting like we not oppressed. And I thought if I was rich, then all my problems be through. Till I made a few million, and now I got more problems than you. I know it feels good to win, but it hurts a lot when you lose. You never say what you gon' do unless you following through. I'm talking execution. And I don't know where I'm going, but I'm learning as I'm growing. That's the evolution. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Man, you have got to love Joiner Lucas. But he gets me going. That guy gets me going. So welcome to Living Umqua. You're listening to Gabe Harrell. And uh, I'm really glad you joined me again. Today is Sunday, August 15th. And this is the uh, second podcast in my weekly podcast, attempted weekly podcast, given my schedule. Sometimes that can be difficult, uh, but I am going to do my best to make at least one podcast a week. And uh, if you join me for the first podcast, you you heard everything I was going to be talking about, everything from local uh, community uh, events to local community news matters, public matters, um, you know, housing matters. We're going to talk about it all here in, in Roseburg and Southern Oregon. Thank you so much again for being here. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, currently on Spotify, working on getting on to, uh, to Apple Podcasts. Uh, so this week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about war. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get too heavy here on the second episode. We're going we're gonna to talk about war. And the reason I want to talk about war is because I'm sure like a lot of you, feeling an energy out there. Are you feeling that energy where a lot of folks are so worked up about being right? proven the other side wrong that we've kind of lost focus on what matters Um, and the reason I say war is because I remember a time and uh, I'm kind of going to age myself here but when I was 21 I was traveling the country and uh, you know from city to city. Um, I know I talked about it a little bit on the first podcast about working on the paddle wheel boat that went up and down the Mississippi River. Um, really just enjoying the beauty and wonderful things that this country has to offer. Uh, and it's got a lot. And it's got a heck of a lot. Um, and then September 11, 2001 happened and it was like a bad dream. I'm sure for those of you that, that experienced it, those of you that were affected by loved ones who may have lost their life in the incident, incidents, right? Because there was multiple just all on the same day, like a nightmare, but there was... 
when the dust settled, there was a feeling in America that, you know, right or left, rich or poor, it didn't matter what you thought the best way to run a good country was. What mattered was that we were all the same country and um, we handled business, you know. Today, it's so divided that I feel like we need a new enemy. We need a new war. And war usually, you know, means, well, war. But they do this thing where they declare a war on things that they don't like. Right? There's a war on drugs, war on poverty, you know, war on insert convenient. <laughs> um cause, essentially. So, I mean, why not have a war on the homeless and a war on our infrastructure? Because I'll tell you, two things in, in at least in our community here in, in Roseburg and Southern Oregon, that seem to cause a lot of stress for folks. One, one big one is the housing situation, and another big one is the homeless situation. It's interesting how we have a homeless crisis and a home inventory problem driving up prices, not just on homes, but on rents as well. And let's face it, I mean, our country has needed an infrastructure update for quite a while, not just Roseburg, but whole lot of the country you know I don't know how many years ago it was I, I won't go look it up but uh, it was some years ago where a uh, bridge I think in, uh, in Minneapolis just fell into the river like during rush hour traffic I mean that is that's crazy and the homeless issue you know just sweep in one camp so they can move to the next you know it seems like it's a bit of whack-a-mole um and they're people i think in you know it's it's hard to know what the answer is but i think it starts with identifying some problems and getting some smart folks that, that know how to address those problems. You know, maybe have a track record of success. If, if you'll remember, I mean, before 9-11, this, this country was pretty divided at that point. It's almost like when things are going well for a lot of folks, there's... there's it's, so here's the thing. <laughs> And I bet a lot of you that are listening, I think from the last podcast, the numbers were what, uh, like six to 10 listens so far or something. So clearly I'm reaching a huge audience. So now when 9-11 happened, we were very divided. And 
once it occurred, I think a lot of us realized, put those differences aside, we're all Americans, we all love this country no matter what, and maybe the reason we're disagreeing so viciously is because of our love for this country. The fact that it's a two-party system, it's almost like you have to pick a side no matter what if you want your vote to count. And these are all things, it's interesting, when I go around and I talk to folks, these are all things that I, no matter what side you're on, I hear it from both sides. I think a lot of us fall right in the middle. Common sense. Love for the country. Respect for the rule of law. <laughs> These are all things I think it doesn't matter what side you're on, you agree on. You, you, what side you're on, you agree with. So 9-11 happens. I go from a 21-year-old kid just having fun, traveling the, the country, to a soldier. It, because I, I felt called. I felt compelled. That's how compelled I felt to sign my life away do something about it, to try to do something about it. We need that now more than ever. Our community, our state, our country needs that. It has been a ridiculous couple of years. And most of us are, you know, facing mask mandates again. If you live here in Roseburg in Southern Oregon, it started... Ooh, on Friday the 13th. <gasps> Creepy, right? Great day to pick to start the mask mandate again. And I don't know if you decide we need masks to be safe, why you don't just say, okay, right now everybody put on your masks. I don't know how you can schedule a date a few days down the road to start putting on masks. And, uh, and that's safe. I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not a scientist. I have no clue. <laughs> it's also very strange. So sorry for getting sidetracked here. I believe it or not, I do have a point to all this. If you if you hang with me, I I I didn't think I would ever be a soldier. I'll tell you that. Not something that was in the in the deck, if you will. It wasn't just me either. I mean, I'll tell you when I was in basic training, you had. I was not an officer, not, you know, I was an enlisted man, but you had people that could have been officers, lawyers, doctors, attorneys, journalists, um, that, that could have been officers foregoing that and joining as enlisted to try to hurry up the process because people cared, <laughs> you know, people do care. It's interesting, in a lot of situations, a lot of, you know, traumatic or dramatic situations, you see it. You see people that don't even know each other coming together, helping each other. Do they care who voted for what when they're pulling each other up on a roof during a flood? No. They just see another person. Might have kids, might have a family. He just wants what's best for their family, like 
a whole heck of a lot of us do. So I say, forget the war on everything else and let's have a war on infrastructure so bridges don't fall into rivers during rush hour anymore and um, some of these older towns and cities that could use some government help to clean up and and uh, update would be fantastic I think that um, A war against the homeless situation. We can't just keep sweeping them away, folks. We've got to do something. Uh, and buying them a bus ticket to another city <laughs> doesn't fix the problem. <laughs> they just come back. Or two more replace it. You know, it's, it's not addressing the real issue. It's, it's like putting a band-aid on a gunshot wound. It's not going to do anything. Putting him on a bus. Putting him on a plane. Put him on a spacecraft. It doesn't matter. There, there's... Being homeless is always going to be a problem. There's just too many people in this country. You can do everything right by the book, folks. Everything. Never touch a drug in your life. Be a college graduate. You can do everything right. And you could be homeless because of medical bills. It's just, it's always going to be a problem. And until we figure out a way to address it, I mean really address it, you're going to be dealing with what we're dealing with now. You know? And driving through Roseburg and, and Southern Oregon and, and seeing the homeless crisis there is, is nothing compared to bigger cities like Los Angeles and you know, Portland, Seattle, the homeless crisis there is just absolutely crazy. There's a couple spots in, in uh, Central Oregon right now where there, it's streets are completely overrun. So if you don't like the look of tents and trash and everything else in your neighborhood, on your streets, then your city has to do something about it. Your state has to do something about it. Your country has to do something about it. I think you need to get them, you know, I, the plan right now in Roseburg is the, you know, shelter where it's an, they're, they're calling it a navigation center. And I think that's exactly what you need. You need to figure out the best way how to help each individual, whether that's just coming upon hard times financially and they just need a place to get back on their feet given a real chance um, you know or whether that's somebody that needs some mental health help so you know and, and I understand somebody has to pay for all that stuff I get it but we could find the money I mean if it was something that we really cared about if we declared war on it we'd find the money how many trillions of dollars have we spent in countries you'll never set foot in? I'm not saying it wasn't in the best interest in the country of our country at the time or whatever. I'm not trying to debate that. What I'm saying is think of how much money we have spent overseas 
in places you'll never go to, you'll never be involved with, you'll never know what for. <laughs> and But our, our kids are going to school and teachers got to buy their own supplies and, um, you know, they're working out of old school books that have, you know, pencil and pen drawings on them from 10 years ago. It's nonsense. We've been duped. <laughs> we have been duped, folks. Where is all that money going? Who knows? But if you declare war on something, you get a ton of money. That's how it works, right? You declare war on something, you get a ton of money. So let's declare war on homelessness. Right? Let's declare war on the housing inventory issue. In the Roseburg area, and you can go to my website, GabeKW.com. You can draw a map from Sutherland to Green and from Melrose to Glide. And there are 21 active listing, folks. Not only does that drive up housing prices, that drives up rental prices. And that is something that affects us all. We got the answer, right, to happiness in this country? (laughs) Declare war on infrastructure. Declare war on homelessness. Declare war on the housing crisis. Can we do that? I don't know. (laughs) But it would be great, wouldn't it? I mean, if I had the rain for a few days, that'd be the direction I'd be going in. In the meantime... We have to do what we can, right? Think think globally, act locally. Which is one of the reasons why my, you know, my real estate business, every time that I close a deal on the seller's or the buyer's side, I let the client choose a charity or organization, nonprofit organization that's local to the area to send $150 to. I do that for every single transaction because you have to put money back into this community. That's thinking locally. Is it going to change anything? It might. Who knows? Why couldn't it? You can, you can volunteer, right? There are multiple homeless shelters in Roseburg right now. The city of Roseburg actually right now is taking bids on the new shelter. So if you're part of a nonprofit organization, part of a contracting group, and that sounds like something that would appeal to you, I highly suggest you to look into that. And I can, you know, this is a podcast, so you won't see my links here. But if you go to my YouTube channel, Living Mqua, I'll post the link there. You can go there and get the link. Click on the link so you can get to the Douglas County website right where they're taking bids for that navigation center. And like I said, I mean... 
there's other ways too. There's just volunteering time. Giving a few hours here and there. Giving a few bucks here and there. Next time you see, you know, a homeless person on the street, don't look at them like a piece of garbage. Look at them like a person. Maybe they did make bad decisions to get there, but you know what? Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. I tell my daughter this all the time. I tell her we have one life. I know that's not some groundbreaking quote. (laughs) I know it's been said by many people before. But I try to get her to marinate on that for a minute. I try not to just say it, but really get her to think about it. We've got one time here, folks. Just once. And there's been a hundred articles written about it. What is it that people say on their deathbed? Other than I wish I had more time. As I, the number one thing they say is I wish I'd spent more time doing what I wanted to do and less time doing what I thought I had to do. We've all got crazy schedules. But you can find a time or a way to give back to the community. I don't care if it's $5 at your church. There's a way. We can all give back to this community. And that's what we're going to have to do until they do declare war. On homelessness. Until they do declare war on infrastructure and until they do declare war on this low housing inventory. So that's it. That's my thought for today is war. I would love to hear your opinions. Um, I will be back next week. And next week we're going to um, expound a little bit on this housing shortage. And we're going to talk about just exactly how bad it is. Like I said a little while ago, 21 active listings in all of the Roseburg metropolitan area, pretty much, if you call it the, if you call it the Roseburg metropolitan area. That's not a lot of houses, folks. Not for a town with, you know, a little over 30,000 folks. Thank you so much again for listening to Living Umpqua. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify. As always, it's a pleasure. And I'll see you next week.